There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball. From growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Kaboom! If you thought four hours a day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough, think again. He's the last remnants of the old republic, a sole bastion of fairness. He treats crackheads in the ghetto gutter the same as the rich pill poppers in the penthouse. Wow. The clearinghouse of hot takes break free for something special. The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller starts right now. In the air everywhere as we are back at it in the podcast dojo the fifth hour with ben maller and danny g radio and it is friday and that means it's a pick up palooza strike up the band welcome players you're welcome are you up for more maller mayhem it's time now the benny versus the penny All right, let's get started. Danny G, a man who is fighting the good fight. Is that how we say that, Danny? We'll get more to that on the on the Saturday <laughs> podcast, but you're uh, you're a trooper. Through the magic of technology, you are able to be here and you're not contaminating anyone. I was quarantined upstairs the whole time by myself. I'm a doctor. <laughs> not the first time I've been alone on a holiday, Ben, so it was okay. My girl still made me feel cool on my birthday, though. Got to go outside for a few minutes, and now I feel like I've really been let out the loony bin for a walk on the wild side to join you for a podcast. Well, this is uh, podcasting while COVID. No, I I was able to do the show when I had the COVID because Mm -hmm. of the setup and and all that. Uh, I just hit the cough button a lot. So when you need to cough at all button, you're good to go. So this is the Benny versus the Penny podcast. We'll get into uh, Danny G's life and times and the uh, situation that he's going through on the Saturday podcast. But this being Benny versus the Penny, it is already week 17 of the NFL, which means we have this week, next week, and then the playoffs start. Playoffs? 
as our former colleague Jim Morris said back in the day there. So that'll be coming up uh, in a couple weeks down the line. And so this is the next to last weekend. We will pick every game in the NFL. We'll continue this all the way up until the Super Bowl. And uh, then we'll do something else on these Friday podcasts. We'll get back to having uh, people hang out with us on the Friday podcast. But uh, let's look back at week 16 of the NFL season. Before we look ahead, we must look back. And there were 16 games on the NFL card over the holiday weekend. Most of them played on Saturday. And how did we do? Overall, got off to a very good start in week 16. Yours truly. But then they kept playing games. And it didn't go so well for me as the weekend progressed. Now, I ended up a middling 8-8, eight and eight, which you don't make money when you go 8-8. Eight and eight. You have to get 52.4% or better of your bets correct to make money. So I lost money at 500, 8-8. Eight and eight. How did the penny do, you ask? Oh, I'm sure the penny kicked some ass. Uh, well, the penny did kick my ass. Uh, the penny... Ended up winning and, and had a ridiculous hot streak here. The Penny finished 10-6. and six, Got off to a terrible start. Won seven of the final eight games on the card after starting the weekend three and five. So it was a reversal where I, I got off to a good start and then uh, took a shitter. And then the Penny, they got off to a mediocre start and then went seven of eight to close out the weekend. So they end up 10-6. and six. Now, I lost three games by one or as three games by a point or less. Well, it can't be less than a point, but the uh, Patriot Bengal game, uh, the Patriots came back, had the ball. They were driving down the field and uh, there was a fumble. Uh, they were inside the red zone. That killed me. Cowboys, Eagles, Eagles fumbled deep inside Cowboy territory. They were driving the ball down the field. They ended up losing by five. They were four-point underdogs. And the Ravens and Falcons game uh, lost that also by a mere point. So three losses. But but I don't don't feel bad about that, Danny, because I feel like I handicapped the game. It was right there. It was anyone's game. And uh, sometimes you're the fire hydrant. Sometimes you're the the dog. And in this case, I was the... I was the fire hydrant, but that's fine. It was close. It's, I'd rather have that than get my doors blown off like I did with the – for some reason, I thought the Broncos' defense would show up against the Rams. They lost by 40 points. <laughs> so, it does, yeah, it does cut both ways. I'd rather I'd lose, I'd rather lose by a point because that tells me my gambling instincts were proper as opposed to the, to the Broncos didn't even show up and should have just taken Christmas off against the Rams in that game. But that's what has happened. And now let's see what's going to happen as we get out the crystal ball, get to the week 17 card. And we already picked the Thursday night game. We did that on social media because there was no radio show this week because we're dark in sabbatical on the radio back this weekend on Sunday night. But we'll start out first game on the card for us, Carolina six and nine at Tampa Bay seven and eight. It's on Fox. This is the A game for Fox. Kevin Burkhart and Greg Olson have the call. Buccaneers opened originally a six-and-a-half-point favorite. That's all the way down to three. And the forecast, humid and overcast temperatures in the 70s at Raymond James Stadium, the house that T.J. Reeves built in Tampa. And the slight lean on the handle towards the Carolina Panthers. 
But the Buccaneers, don't look now, but Tom Brady and the Buccaneers, an NFL worst for gamblers. If you bet on the Buccaneers blindly against the spread every week, you have gone 3-11-1 this season. That is the worst mark in the NFL. Tampa won 11-1 against the spread their last 13 games. And the Carolina Panthers on the other side, since they made the coaching change, Steve Wilkes, the interim coach, unlikely to be the permanent coach, but Carolina 7-3 and three against the spread in the Steve Wilkes era as coach. And I'm going to take the Panthers in this game. I'll take Carolina on the road as a small underdog. I actually like Carolina a lot in this game. The running game of Deontay Foreman and Chuba Hubbard uh, to get chunk plays against that Bucks defensive front. They're not going to be as good as they were last week against the Lions. They had a historic first half in that game. But it's imperative that Carolina run the ball because you don't want to expose Sam Darnold too much. He's like a vampire. You you throw the ball too much. It's like a vampire with sunlight. Bad things happen. The Buccaneers have been winning games with spit, duct tape, and WD-40. At this point, they uh, the last four weeks, Tom Brady has seven touchdowns, seven interceptions, and he's averaging barely over five and a half yards per pass. Terrible numbers for Brady. You're not allowed to criticize him, though, Danny, because he's Tom Brady, and the Brady defense team will activate and circle the wagons. Uh, but those mistakes, very costly. It's certainly a game like this. The, the Panthers are just the better team. Lately, they've been the better team. I say that continues this week. Their defense will be able to slow down an offense for Tampa, which is not that hard to slow down. Panthers, 22. Buccaneers, 20, the final. And the penny would like to remind you that we have a famous drop where you say you love Tom Brady so much that you would cuddle with him. (laughs) (laughs) Going with Tampa Bay. Well, there was a point when every other show was all Tom Brady all the time, but we've moved on from that. Now it's only twice a week it's Tom Brady. I love Tom Brady. I would cuddle with him. That's how cool he is. So You not- used to have to do mono. You were forced into ball monologues, remember? Oh, uh, yeah. That's oh, right. there was even a ball song that we played on a regular basis. So you got to feel like you got to squeeze them. To me, those balls are all perfect. Oh, uh, that was fun. That the Flate Gate scandal was good yeah. radio. That was good talk. That's good scandal radio for sports talk. That was a fun time. I'm glad I got to be on the radio during that. And you were part of that, Danny. We had a we had a yeah. blast with that. It was fun. My lover balls. Oh, it was wonderful. He had the Belichick news conference where he you know, he was yapping, and then Brady got up there and he was talking about the balls, how he likes his balls, and it was <laughs> it was lots of ball dro- dozens of ball drops. Oh, it was a lot. I was I was uh, holding balls, touching balls, you name it. I had a lot of balls. <laughs> it was it was solid. All right, next up, Cleveland. Six and nine at Washington, seven, seven, and one. It's on Fox with Adam Amin and Mark Schlereth. They have the call. Commanders open to two-point favorite. They are favored by one. Most people betting on the Browns in this game. It's at FedEx Field, overcast. Temperatures in the 50s at kickoff for this game. The, The Browns' last 10 road games, they have a losing record for gamblers. They're four and six under Kevin Stefanski. Washington 
six, three, and one against the spread. Their last 10 under Ron Rivera. And the pick is in. I'm going to take the commanders in this game. There's a quarterback change. Carson Wentz taking over for the commandos. And I am not a big fan. Not a big fan of him. I'm not betting on this game because of Carson Wentz. I think he's a uh, a middling quarterback. And this is actually a similar situation if Taylor Heineke had started. I don't think there's much difference between Wentz and Heineke. But I am betting against Deshaun Watson. He's played now a month. And in that month, the Cleveland Browns are averaging 296 yards per game since Watson made his debut. That's 26th in the NFL he is uh, simply not producing here, uh, not getting it done. Just two touchdown passes, three interceptions, averaging less than six yards per attempt. It's a slow uh, offense, a plodding offense for Cleveland. Washington, the strength of this team, you wouldn't know it based on the game with the 49ers last week, is the defense. They have a top 10 fringe defense in the NFL based on some of the stats. You mix in. Brian Robinson, that running game against the Cleveland defense, which is still injury ravaged and Washington only favored by a point is the right side in this game. They should win by closer to 10 points. Commanders 24 brownies 16 will be the final. And the penny going the other way saying this is the week Deshaun Watson is going to get off the table. He's going to get off the – yes, he'll he'll get out of the baby yoga pose and uh, he'll get into a, a different pose like the, the Chargers coach the other day with his pose uh, before the game. Did you see that video? Oh, my God. Uh, quite quite the video. Of, uh, anyway, all right, New Orleans, uh, the, uh, the uh, game there, New Orleans and uh, Philadelphia. That's the next game as New Orleans comes in six and nine. Popular record in the NFL, Philadelphia 13-2. and two. It's on Fox with Joe Davis and Daryl Johnston. The Eagles opened a seven-point favor. They're favored by five and a half. Most people betting on the Eagles. That scares me a little bit. Overcast and 50 degrees at kickoff at the link in South Philly, the house that Tony Bruno used to watch games at back in the day. The Saints opened up uh, in this game uh, getting getting a fair amount of money, but the Eagles now getting pretty much everything as far as the gambling handle is concerned. Dennis Allen as coach. Saints are 2-5 and five against the spread. Philly 6-1 and one against the spread at home. And New Orleans, they have been really bad against the better teams. They are 0-3 their last three games against teams that have a winning record. I'm going to take the Eagles here. It's a, it's a favorite. I don't normally bet the favorites, but I'm going to take Philly here. Good spot for them. Even with Jalen Hurts, bad shoulder. He has not practiced and is ex- not expected to play. The Eagles have not made that official at the time we are doing Benny versus the Penny. So, it's still up in the air, but we are comfortable with Gardner Minshew, who played well in stretches against Dallas, the big bugaboo, and it's a massive thing if you're a gambler. Betting on a favorite is the turnover game. Two interceptions and two fumbles, backbreaking, killed us against the Cowboys last week. But the Eagles were able to matriculate the ball up and down the field. That sloppiness uh, doing them in. But Gardner Minshew averaging... 11.2 air yards per attempt, second highest average of his career. The big key here is getting that Philly defense on track. They were flambeed by the Cowboys, 419 yards. They blew a 10-point 
second half lead in the third quarter in that game. The good news is Andy Dalton is starting for the Saints, and he's good for a couple of turnovers himself. Eagles 27, and then all in Saints 20, the final. And the Pennies also riding with the Eagles. All right, so we agree on that. Next up, boy, this is a game that it has no redeeming value. Arizona 4-11 at Atlanta 5-10. and 10. It's on Fox with Jason Benetti and Brady Quinn, your, your guy, uh, Brady Quinn. Who? Back in the day, uh, you worked on that show. Never heard of him. Uh, now you're on the uh, the midday show. But anyway, uh, Brady Quinn will be uh, calling this game part of the Fox Sports Radio family. The Falcons opened up a three-point favorite, and they are favored by three and a half right now. Most people betting on the Falcons inside the climate-controlled Mercedes-Benz Stadium. The Falcons, two and eight against the spread, their last tennis home favorites. Atlanta, three and seven over their last 10 overall against the spread with Arthur Smith as coach. And Arizona's got those great numbers as a road underdog. They're nine and two against the spread. This the final couple of games of JJ Watt. He announced this week that he's hanging up the shoulder pads and the helmet. He's done at the end of this season. Cardinals not going to the playoffs clearly, but I am going to take Arizona this game. Last place teams going head to head. Cardinals have lost five games in a row straight up. Falcons have dropped four straight. Colt McCoy, though, he is going to play. You say, who cares? He sucks. But listen, he's the lesser of evils in this game. Colt McCoy coming off the concussion protocol, back for Arizona. And uh, Trace McSorley, who was as bad as advertised, somehow that game went to overtime against Tampa Bay, which is more about the Bucs than it is the Cardinals. But Colt McCoy will be able to make a few plays. You really don't need that much. This game will be nip and tuck, and I really think the key is you're getting the half point, the three and a half. Most likely this game decided by a field goal. Either Atlanta wins by a field goal or Arizona wins by a field goal. Either way, you're going to win the bet with the three and a half, so I'll take the Cardinals plus the three and a half. Arizona 19 and Atlanta 16 the final. And just like you, the Petty would like to do a jersey exchange with Colt McCoy after the victory. Okay, there you go. You get to go down and get some grits and hang out with Jerome Drenovich, our, our buddy down in Atlanta. Part of the Fox Sports Radio Alumni Association. He's retired now. It's crazy. When I hear people retire, like it's weird to me. How'd they get enough money to do that? I know. Well, he did TV. That's why. That makes sense. Yeah, not just radio. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Jacksonville, 7-8 and eight at Arizona, 2-12-1. It's on CBS with Andrew Catalan and James Lofton. The Jags opened a 5.5-point favorite. They're favored by 4.5. Slight lean on the handle to Houston in this game at NRG Stadium. Inside the dome, the house that Chris and Houston built, Jacksonville has lost seven straight games outright as a favorite, including all three this season. And that is actually tied for the fourth longest streak in the Super Bowl era. Jags have not been great on the road overall. They did win the game against the Jets, their last road game there, but they take on Houston, a worst team in football. Jags 5-10 and against the spread on the road with Trevor Lawrence. Doug Peterson uh, has not been great. Second consecutive road game, 2-7 and seven against the spread. So I'm giving you a lot of numbers here. But I'm going to take the Texans this game. Jags as a road favorite, not comfortable. First time they've been a road favorite all, uh, all season long here. They have been favorited in only three games this year, and they have lost all three games outright as a favorite. So win or lose, this is an odd game, because win or lose, it doesn't matter for Jacksonville. They are insured of a winner-take-all game for the AFC South with Tennessee in Week 18. So they can win this game by 70 points. It doesn't matter. They can lose this game by 50 points. It doesn't matter. Houston, meanwhile... Uh, they've done very well lately and uh, overall in the division, uh, Houston three and zero against the spread their past three games as a dog. And uh, for gamblers against AFC South divisional opponents, they're nine and three against the spread. We'll take the Jags to win it, but not cover the number Jags 24 Texans, 23, the final. And the pennies also weighs in on this boring game by taking the Jags. All right. Jacksonville, the, the new hottie among the quarterbacks is Trevor Lawrence, though. He's the guy getting hyped up. Daddy. He's not my hottie, but he's uh, he's been good for me lately. But, uh, you know, Jack, I bet you Jacksonville ends up 
on multiple primetime games next year because the NFL marketing arm, they get together in the offseason at a resort, usually in Florida, and they 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 go into a, a room and determine who who the, the sexy teams are for the following year. And they need that they need to keep cultivating the next generation of quarterbacks. And so Trevor Lawrence is going to get a lot of love. Even though Jacksonville's not not a national team, they're not a you know great they don't have a great following, but they're going to try to build one up with Trevor Lawrence. So, all right. Uh, next up, Chicago three and twelve at Detroit seven and eight. It's on Fox. Friend of the show, Kenny Albert and Jonathan Vilma have the call. Lions opened up a six and a half point favorite. They're favored by six at this moment. Most people think this is free money. Just bet on the Lions. It's like a broken ATM machine. Overcast and 40 degrees in the Motor City, but the game's being played indoors. The great indoors at Ford Field. Bears, check this out. They're 0-7 against the spread. Their last seven uh, games uh, versus teams that have a winning record. Uh, Chicago 0-3 their past three road games. The Lions... This is an odd spot. They're six-point favorites, uh, laying their most points in a game since way back in 2019. So this is uncharted territory recently for the Lions. Detroit enters 4-0 against the spread, their last four at home, 7-1 against the spread, their past eight games, regardless of location. They got their doors blown off by Carolina last week. And I'm going to take Chicago in this game. The Lions run defense sprung a major leak in Carolina last week. They got absolutely trampled in that game by the yin and the yang of the Panther running attack. Detroit still missing a couple of players on the defensive side of the ball, including Deshaun Elliott, the safety, uh, the information that we have here. And so the Bears, the one thing the Bears do is run the ball. And so you got to think that David Montgomery and Khalil Herbert in the backfield and then Justin Fields, the dual threat quarterback. It's going to be like the Autobahn running the ball around there. And uh, Jared Goff will be better. It's not, he's playing indoors, the great indoors, their climate controlled environment inside the dome, but not enough to cover the six points. Lions 27, Bears 24, the final. And the penny is the president of the Jared Goff fan club. Going with Detroit. All right. Detroit football. Next up, Miami, eight and seven at New England, seven and eight. It's on CBS with Ian Eagle and Charles Davis, friend of the podcast. And they've got the call on this. Patriots and the Dolphins actually opened a two point favorite. Patriots are a two and a half point favorite now. Dolphins originally favored by two on the early line. Patriots getting a fair amount of the money. Foggy conditions at Gillette Stadium at kickoff. Don't talk about Tua's head like that. <laughs> Temperatures in the low 50s at kickoff. Dolphins have been a miserable road team for gamblers this year with Mike McDaniel. 1-5-1 and one against the spread. Many people think, though, that this is a good spot for the Dolphins because Teddy Bridgewater in his career has been a very profitable quarterback. 42-22, his record, 42 wins, 22 losses against the spread in his career, 24-8 and eight against the spread as an underdog. 
and 19 and four against the spread as a road underdog. So those are some big time numbers. That's an 826 winning percentage against the spread as a road dog for gamblers. But I'm going the other way. I'm taking the Patriots with Tua Tungavailoa in the concussion protocol. Bridgewater starting this game. The Patriots secondary, they have been flea-bitten recently. That does not bode well against Tyreek Hill and Waddle and the big playmakers the Dolphins have. Mild weather. But I'm counting on the Patriots making Miami a one-dimensional team, taking away the running game with that great front seven that the Pats have. And Mac Jones will do his part against the Dolphins secondary rank 28th overall, 29th in pass defense. Uh, that secondary over the last month here, Patriots 33 Dolphins, 26, the final. And the penny going the other way, taking the fins. All right, disagreement on that. Next up, Denver 4-11 at Kansas City, 12-3. It's on CBS with Greg Gumbel, who hates sports talk radio, and Adam Archuleta. The Chiefs opened up here a 10-point favorite. They are favored by 12.5 on the home field at Arrowhead Stadium. Temperatures in the 40s at kickoff in the heartland of Kansas City. Now, Russell Wilson, who's back starting for the Broncos again, has never started a game in which his team was a double-digit underdog. Last time it was close. I think the last, last time these teams played, he was like eight-and-a-half or nine-point underdogs. That came back in Denver. But this will be the most lopsided point spread of Russell Wilson's career. He is 6-0 and against the spread, including this season, when getting at least seven-and-a-half points. So I'm going to take the Broncos in this game. Kansas City, one and nine uh, in their last 10 against AFC opponents, they're 3-11-1. Their last 15 against teams that have a losing record against the spread. We know Denver made the coaching change. They finally got rid of Nathaniel Hackett in his first season, removed the team quit against the Rams. And somebody named Jerry Rossberg takes over the clock management coach on an interim basis. Will this be a spark for the Broncos? I say yes. I say yes. Teams playing in their first game after firing their coach are 15 and 10 against the spread since 2010. 10 outright wins in 18 opportunities as underdogs. And the, the Broncos laid down against the Rams. That reminded me, I, when I used to cover the NBA, I'd see teams do that when they were tired of their coach. They just they would lose by 40 points on a random night to get the coach fired. That's what the Broncos did against the Rams last week. But now you bounce back. Divisional game. And there's a golden rule. Anytime you get over a touchdown in a divisional game, you always take the points. You don't ask questions. I expect a much better effort by Denver to prove to the ownership that Hackett was the problem. Kansas City will win this game, but they will not cover the number. Chiefs 26, Broncos 17, the final. And the penny says make that 2-9 and nine against the spread. Going with the Chiefs. All right, next up, Indianapolis, 4-10-1 PU. What stinks? That's Nick Foles. And the New York Giants, 8-6-1. It's on CBS with Kevin Harlan and Trent Green. The Giants opened up a three-point favorite, and they are favored in the Swamplands of Jersey by six. Most people believe the Giants free money. A lot of money coming on the Giants. Another foggy condition. Uh, the, the early forecast has foggy conditions Temperatures in the high 40s 
at MetLife Stadium. And I'm going to take the Colts in this game. Don't don't tell anybody, Danny, but I'm going to take the Colts here. It'll be our little secret. Uh, the future home of Derek Carr. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, that's a possibility. There are Washington. Daniel Jones, as a favorite in his NFL career, favorite 12 times, has a losing record, 5-7 and seven against the spread. Indy, they're on a tough stretch, 1-6 against the spread, their last seven Sunday road games. And Nick Foles was not worth a bucket of warm spit in his starting debut. It looked like he won a raffle to play quarterback. Like they took him out of the upper deck at the Colts game. And they're like, Hey, would you like to play quarterback? And uh, they don't have Jonathan Taylor. And I, you know, Zach Moss uh, is just a jag at running back, just a guy. And Indy's defense, uh, that is the strength. That's the strength of this team. But the last month they've been bludgeoned. They're 29th overall. They're 11th in the NFL, but the last month they're 29th. Every trend says bet the Giants, bet the Giants, bet the Giants. But I say no. The Giants, even though they're 8, 6, and 1, and they still have a lot to play for, I don't trust them as this big a favorite. I'm going to zig when everyone else is zagging, and the Giants are going to – the Colts, rather, are going to need a couple of turnovers in order to get some points on the board. But I'll take the Giants 24 and the Colts 20 the final. And the penny is smoking the la-la-la just like you, going with the Colts. Uh, we agree on that. Agree with the horseshoes. Uh, next up on the card, the J-E-T-S suck, 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 seven and eight. And Seattle also under 500 at seven and eight. It's on Fox with Fox Sports Radio alumnus Chris Myers and Robert Smith. They have the call. Seattle opened a two-and-a-half-point favorite. This game is a pick em. It's a pick-your-nose special. Seattle getting most of the money here, over 85% of the handle in terms of the money on the Seattle at the stadium now named Lumen Field. Overcast and the kickoff temperature at 40 degrees in chilly Seattle. Seattle enters having failed to cover the spread six straight games. That is tied for their longest streak since the year 2000. It's also tied for the longest such streak in the NFL this season, tied with Tom Brady's Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Mike White expected to return here as the starter for New York. And the Jets have a 2-1 and one against the spread record in his starts. I'm taking the Jets in this game. Uh, we have seen the real Geno Smith. And it ain't pretty. He was an MVP candidate up until he wasn't an MVP candidate. Over uh, the overall, he was the the fifth ranked quarterback. He is still the fifth ranked quarterback in the NFL. Last three weeks, though, is it true that Geno Smith has five touchdowns, three interceptions, a passer rating below eighty five, and less than six yards per attempt? as his numbers have gone down, 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 like a broken elevator all the way to the basement. And part of that is Tyler Lockett's been out, and you've had just DK Metcalf the last couple of games. Lockett should be back on the field, but Sauce Gardner, the shutdown defensive back, he's going to take away either Metcalf or Lockett, pick your poison, 
And the Jets are very enthusiastic about Mike White's return. I'm not a huge believer in Mike White. He's been spotty. He had a big game against the Bears this year, had a big game last year against the Bengals. Other than that, it has not been pretty. But side by side, compared to Zach Wilson, this guy is Tom Brady 2.0. I'm talking about Mike White. Jets 26, Seahawks 20, the final. And like you, the Penny is a big white fan. Racist. <laughs> Racist. Going with a J-E-T-S, suck, suck, suck. All right. Uh, the uh, Seahawks fans, not quite as braggadocious, Danny, as they were a couple weeks ago about Geno Smith. They've been moaning a little bit the last month. Understandable. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, uh, next up, San Francisco, the San Francisco treat. That would be Brock Purdy uh, against the Las Vegas Raiders. 49ers come in 11-4, Vegas 6-9. It's on Fox. Kevin Kugler and Mark Sanchez have the call. Danny G will be watching this game. The Raiders opened up a four-and-a-half-point favorite originally, and that has gone all the way backwards. Now, Niners a 10-point favorite. 10-point favorite for the 49ers. People really hate Stidham, huh? <laughs> Allegiant Stadium, the site here. Overcast temperature in the 50s. Yeah, that's the story. Derek Carr has been sent to the Gulag. He's going to be watching the game with Danny G on his sofa there. Demoted, sent home, all because Mark Davis wants to save the possibility of an injury guarantee. It's like $33 million dollars. Uh, the, the amount of money extra the Raiders would have to pay if Derek Carr were to get hurt the last couple games. And they clearly have decided he's not going to be on the team next year, so they don't want to deal with that nonsense. 
and the Raiders will play Jared Stidham the last couple of games of the year. And uh, that is what's known in, in my world as a white flag situation. The flag is up uh, for the Raiders. They're throwing in the sponge. Uh, that said, I actually, I, I'm taking the Raiders in this game. And I, the reason I don't know that this is a downgrade between Stidham and Carr. I, we don't know what we're going to get from Stidham. We know over the last month, Derek Carr had six touchdowns and seven interceptions. He wasn't good. Okay. So it's not like the Raiders are, are benching, uh, Rich Gannon in an MVP season. This is not what's going on here. Uh, I am concerned. The one thing that scares me, I'm taking the Raiders, though. I'm concerned, Danny, that the, the locker room is going to rebel. Because even though Carr sucks, the team seemed to like him. And I, I'm worried this is going to be like the the uh, the Broncos last week against the Rams, where they just go out there and get smoked uh, and lose like 55 to you know 14 or something like that. But I'm taking the chance that these guys will be professionals and they'll, they will they want to impress the coach because he's going to be there there by all indications. Mark Davis is not going to blow out the coaching staff again. So they'll have some stability on the sidelines. Uh, 49ers will win this game, but they will not cover the spread. 49ers, 27 Raiders, 18. I may need a backdoor cover, but I'll take the Raiders plus the points. Going with the Niners. And uh, I will say Stidham looked good running Josh McDaniels offense in the preseason. Granted, that's against a bunch of turds, but he still looked efficient running that offense. So it'll be interesting to see how he does Sunday. I think the Niners will win. I just don't think they'll cover. That's a double digit line. So I, I any almost any time you get double digits, you take the points. Uh, other than the game on Thursday when you had the uh, Tennessee Titans with their high school offense. All right, Minnesota 12 and 3 at Green Bay 7 and 8. It's on CBS with Jim Nance and Tony Romo. This is the big game on uh, CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting Systems, and I'm going to take the Vikings. The Packers a three and a half point favor in this game. They open at two and a half. I'm taking the Vikings. Most people betting on the Packers. Mild temperatures by Green Bay weather at Lambeau Field. Mostly cloudy, 42 degrees at kickoff in the frozen tundra. Green Bay 13-7-1 against the spread in games started by Aaron Rodgers. When the spread is within a field goal, this is over a field goal, though. It's 3.5. The Packers 3-0 against the spread their last three games. Minnesota 0-3 against the number their last three games. Vikings 1-6, their last seven as an underdog. But I am going to take Minnesota. The Packers have been living a charmed life here. Three straight wins, including giveaways that uh, they were they were the, the beneficiary of. Justin Fields, a couple of mistakes, fourth quarter at Soldier Field three weeks ago. Tua Tungabailoa in the fourth quarter last week with three consecutive drives, three consecutive interceptions. You toss in the Rams who were frozen over once they got off the plane from L.A. at Lambeau Field. So everything's going right, bending the direction of the Green Bay Packers. But I say it ends here. Aaron Rodgers goes against a, a Viking wretched pass defense ranked in the low 20s, uh, close to 30 in the NFL, but will likely not have Christian Watson. Even if Watson plays, how effective will he be? He's got a bad hip. He'll be less than 100%. 
And these teams played early in the year. Minnesota able to get some things done here. This is a field goal game. So another one of these games, I feel like it comes down to the end, field goal game either way. And if you're getting the three and a half, which we are, you're going to win either direction. If the Vikings win, they win. They're the underdog. If the Packers win by a field goal, you win because the line is three and a half. So I'll take the Vikings. I think Minnesota wins outright. Minnesota 26 and the Green Bay Packers 23, the final. Penny likes the Packers to stay hot. Going with Green Bay. All right, Penny disagrees with me. Going with the Packs. Next next up, the Battle of Los Angeles. The LARIMs. 5 and 10, the Los Angeles Chargers at 9 and 6. Chargers going to the playoffs. It's on CBS with Spiro Ditas who lives in Orange County, I'm told, and Jay Feely, and they have the call. The Chargers opened up a nine-point favorite. They are favored by six and a half, and a lean on the money. The handle goes to the Chargers. Temperatures in the 50s at kickoff at SoFi Stadium in L.A., on Sunday, that's a winter wintry mix by LA standards. Chargers, Justin Herbert, eight and thirteen as a favorite of three or more in his career. Rams, they have yet to cover against a team with a winning record. They're zero and five against the spread. But I'm taking the Rams. You can ram it all day. You can ram it all night. The Rams are back, baby. They got yeah. the Baker, and it's a Baker's dozen for Baker Mayfield. That performance was a simpatico performance by Baker against the Broncos. Now, granted, it's because Denver wasn't really interested in playing. But, man, Danny G, I couldn't believe it. I thought Baker Mayfield was at Oklahoma playing like Texas Tech or something. That was wild. You have a smirk on your face as you're saying all this. I don't think he's that good, but uh, he was that game. Man, uh, Sean McVay, this is the great lab experiment for Sean McVay to see if he's still got the Midas touch, and it's a means to an end for the Rams. They they don't know whether Stafford's going to come back next year, even though he says he's not retiring. Will he be able to play? Cam Akers looked like Eric Dickerson or, or Marshall Falk or whoever you want. I mean, God, he was great. Uh, and and that is a weak spot for the Chargers. I actually like the the Rams more because of their running game with Cam Akers than I do because of Baker Mayfield. The weakness in the Chargers is stopping the run. Rams have a little bit of extra rest here, and this is a gift from the gambling gods. I think the Rams win this outright. Chargers already wrapped up a playoff spot. Rams 30, Chargers 27, the final, the Battle of, battle of L.A., a smash hit for Baker Mayfield. Uh, the penny the penny is also smiling right now going with your lambs all right i can ram it all day ram it all night all right next up sunday night football pittsburgh seven and eight at baltimore ten and five it's on nbc mike tarico wearing his peacock outfit with chris collinsworth and they have the call. The Ravens opened up a four-point favorite, and they are favored by two and a half as Baltimore tries to catapult their way past Pittsburgh. Most people seem to think the Steelers are the right side. Clear temperatures at kickoff at M&T Bank Stadium, temperature in the mid-50s in Baltimore for this game. I'm going to take the Steelers in this game. Now, I'm going against John Harbaugh, 
The Ravens 14 and one with Harbaugh's coach straight up at home versus rookie quarterbacks like Kenny Pickett. But over the last month, Pittsburgh, they actually have the NFL's second ranked defense over the last month. They're really balling. Only the, the Chargers defense has been better in terms of yards per game. All the indicators have them matching up well with Baltimore because of uh, injuries. Tyler Huntley, the backup quarterback in the start this game, uh, it would appear at the time we are doing Benny versus the Penny, Lamar Jackson with a bad knee. He is still in the twilight zone, off in the distance there in terms of playing. Lamar Jackson has not practiced for four straight weeks. An entire month he has missed practice. Also, I looked at the Ravens injury tent. Calais Campbell's got a bad knee. Marcus Peters, a calf injury. They were not on the practice field this week as well. For the Poets and the Steelers, the healthier team, T.J. Watt, the disruptor in the middle. And Kenny Pickett will make enough plays to get her done. These games almost always come down to the very end. I'll take the Steelers 19 and the Ravens 16, the final. And the penny says the Steelers won't have Derek Carr throwing passes to them this week. Going <laughs> with the Ravens. All right. Now, next up, Monday Night Football. This is the only game this weekend that has two teams with a winning record matched up against each other. So this is the, the main event, and it's not until Monday night. Everything else is milk toast compared to this game as the Buffalo Wagon rolls into the natty. Buffalo 12 and 3, Cincinnati 11 and 4. It's on ESPN with the Fox refugees, Joe Buck and Troy Aikman, as they bring all the doohickeys with them there to uh, Cincinnati. The Bills opened up a one and a half point favorite, and that game now a pick 'em on Monday Night Football. So, not for the faint of heart, this game a game designed for the penny, a pick 'em game. Bengals getting slightly more money. At Paul Brown Stadium, cloudy, 52 degrees at kickoff, and a chance of rain during the game as Joe Burrow, 31-11 and 11 against the spread when not favored by more than a touchdown. And Burrow and the Bengals have covered seven straight games as an underdog, including the playoffs last season. Uh, Cincinnati, those seven straight covers, that's tied for the longest streak in the Super Bowl era. Bengals are 12-1 and against the spread their last 13 games, and uh, they are 20-3 and against the spread their last 23 games, including the postseason last year. That is quite the role. I say it continues here. I'm going to take the Bengals in this game. It is a showcase game in the NFL. A couple of heavyweights in the AFC as they duke it out, mano a mano. There is a key injury here. Cincinnati losing right tackle Lyle Collins to a torn knee, and so that popped the tire for the Bengals on the turnpike here. It's next man up to protect Joe Burrow. The Bills, they are still dealing with the cracked windshield of Vaughn Miller, who's out for the year on defense, so that really X's out. Uh, each other. You've got a key lineman out for Cincinnati, key pass rusher out for Buffalo. The Bills' pass rush has not been nearly as efficient of late. 
And Buffalo has been a very good team when the spread is either plus three to minus three. They're 15, five and two against the spread. But I'm going to take Joe Burrow and the Bengals to edge it out. This game will go back and forth and back and forth. And in the end, the Ben gals will stand atop the mountain. Bengals 27, Bills 24, the final. And the penny says you will end the weekend on a low going with the bills. Boo, who, who. All right. That is it for Benny versus the penny. Good luck. Remember, practice responsible gambling. Don't bet every game like we do. Loser. Pick your spots and have fun. And we'll see how we do. And tell a friend. Tell a friend. You know, somebody loves to bet on football and they want to hear free picks and information on every game. You can hear it right here every single Friday during the NFL season, all the way through the postseason. And we've got a whole weekend of podcasts, even though I'm supposed to be on vacation. We will have podcasts on Saturday and Sunday as we get over the hump for the weekend and close out. I'll have a final podcast for 2022 on Saturday, and then it's on to 2023. And we'll we'll get to that and all the fun coming up we have big plans in 2023 and we'll get to all that straight ahead thank you for listening and we will catch you next time later skater bye felicia at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball. From growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball. From Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.